This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is... You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is sponsored by Magic Rock Brewing. Currently, you can get free delivery on all orders over £40 and 10% of all online orders by using our code of Takes That Chance 10. Jetson's there, Billy Head. The goal, Chris Billy Huddersfield Town. The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2, Huddersfield Town. Be in Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted. Stephen Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance. Good evening, guys. Uh, welcome to Andy Takes That Chance podcast directly after a real upbeat uh, performance tonight and a great point against Birmingham. Coventry have lost. Town are flying. Fraser Campbell's got his scoring boots back on. And uh... okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, fourteen <laughs> games without a clean sheet. Can you honestly? I don't think it's a quiz question, but I can't remember who, who we were against. But yeah, we're here to review the game tonight. I've totally forgotten about Preston, but I've got some stuff written down because that was a great game as well, wasn't it, on Saturday? Because I thought we were <laughs> Preston, because we always win at Preston, don't we? Hopefully this comments page will work, and this is just going to be beautiful therapy again because Ussel Town, are we above Coventry? We were on anyway, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Nothing to fear. Nothing yeah, they lost it in the 2-1 in it. So. Yeah. So, yeah, here we go. Brady, come on, mate. Look up, man. Get your chin up, mate. <laughs> sorry, sorry, just to it. Good point. So, it feels like a defeat again, doesn't it? I mean, if we can't keep a clean sheet tonight, when can we ever keep a clean sheet? I mean, I personally were expecting a poor game. There were a lot of people, oh, this is bad, this is crap, blah, blah, blah. What did they expect? It was 18 3 19, both teams out of form, both teams desperate for three points. It was always going to be crap, end of. So, I will sacrifice that for a win. And Fraser Campbell gets his world there. 
we only see it score worldies, don't we? We don't see it do anything else. And then we just give away a bad goal, but we'll review it all. But as I feel, you know, your face sums it up to me. I feels two points lost. It's got to be, hasn't it? Well, again, it's another game where we've gone in front in it and then and then thrown it away. Is that now 25 points this season that we've thrown away? So it's the old habits, isn't it? The 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 slack defending. I mean, it would have again, it would have shoddy goal to give away, wasn't it? Campbell sort of dump, jump foot crosses. You know, scored a great goal and then, you know, turns into a villain, doesn't he? Just sort of just sort of stands there, doesn't really do a right lot, and then it just it just drops two or three yards out and you know the, the smash it smash it into the back at net. So it would just like you say, it were never gonna be a a classic. It certainly won't one one foot neutrals, was it? Um it were never gonna be. Um, you know, two two poor teams sort of sort of slugging it out. I, the, the only thing that I will say though. Um, to put a bit of a positive spin on it is that we actually seemed like we wanted to try and go for it a little bit. We didn't sort of sit back as as we usually do. We sort of we had that bit more seemingly solid defensive base and, and then build from there. Whereas you know previously the Carlos was kind of not bothered with defending at all, have we? And just sort of gone all out for it. So you can maybe see a little bit of a slight change in tactics. But again, it's just disappointing to see you know. A shoddy goal given away, and also another another game really where we've not created a right lot. You know, we've had that. Like I say it's a decent goal from Campbell, but it's kind of dropped to him, and it we haven't worked that goal. It's it's fallen to him, and he's he's sort of smashed it in. Um, so as much as we talk about defensive frailties, you know, if you're going to concede goals, you know, you accept that, and you you, you score on the other end. But again, another game where we're not really creating it. So the defense is, you know, oh. doing us no favors at the moment. So much to analyse. Brady, you agree pretty much with Paz? Yeah, I thought it was a bit of an in- It was a bit of a dull game, but I thought it was quite interesting how we approached it. Um, we didn't really seem to want the ball as much as we normally do. We were almost like letting them have it and see what they could do with it. Um, I was like, because normally we dominate. I mean, last time we played Birmingham, when we were doing it for a preview, we had 75% possession, whereas we just seemed quite happy to let them have it sometimes. Um, I think, yeah... It- it was it was a it was a boring game. Like we always knew it was going to be a difficult game to watch anyway. Um just we just looked really flat, I thought, and we looked really nervous. Um I, I don't think we there was I can't think of any, you know, obviously we're just straight after the game, but I can't think of any passages of play where we like had some nice move passes together, like some nice movement. It was all really flat and they looked they looked a bit nervous at times, like kicking the ball away. Um, you know, good finish from Campbell for the goal. Um, you've got to give him that. Again, it's from that mistake. But then, I mean, <laughs> that corner. You know, was that, have you, have you oh. seen that in National League? Like, legitimately, that was terrible. <laughs> you know what? If, if he could have designed a town goal and conceded, it just would be that, wouldn't it? Set piece. Fraser Campbell trying to flick it on. I don't know if we were trying to, don't know what he were doing. But then, Scoville kind of were pushed into the back and he should have dived on it. And then when it I can't Phil talk us through that goal, mate. <laughs> I've literally got so much to say. The highlight of my night has been I've just got a victory royale on Fortnite. Straight <laughs> after the game, I put Fortnite on. I had a little crack at that. Do you know what I mean? I'm 38 year old, and that was more interesting watching game. There's there's so much that you could talk about in that game. I agree with Pos the defensively, we was it, it was like the the fullbacks never pushed on. So we look like, obviously, we wanted to be a bit more solid in defence. Vallejo kept all of the ball well, passing forward. It, just what we expect from him, what we what really nice to see. But then going forwards, the, the wide players 
weren't as effective. They kept coming inside. The pitch was really narrow. So we weren't kind of having that freedom out wide to kind of stretch the pitch, which we normally do. Five-yard passes, which, again, just not... When we said we were letting them have the ball, we kept giving them the ball. Never mind letting them have the ball. We kept giving the ball to them. And then to top it off, I think... I'm always asking strikers in terms of set pieces and things like that. Campbell's positioning was the issue. If if I, I don't know how they want to set their teams up, but I was always taught you've got your man on the post and you've got the man at the front stick covering the front of the of of, uh, of the area kind of thing, and he should never go past that near stick, okay. And if he does go past the near stick, it's because someone's making a run in front of him, and he makes sure he's that first man. If you look, he was four yards in front of his near stick. So he wouldn't have had to jump if he'd have stayed in the position where, for me, he should have been. That ball would have landed straight on his head and it would have gone down the pitch or well, or whatever, out for a corner again or whatever. I'm not sure. So I think it's a bit harsh in terms of him looking like he flicked it on, but I think he was just in a bad position. So he had no chance. And then what happens from that there, because it's entering the area so low, it kind of kills everybody. And it's a free-for-all. And the next thing you know, it's a melee and keeper's been pushed towards the back of his goal. And it's a simple tapping for, for my man, Roberts, who I said would be a, a, quite a key player for them. Well, really, well, lad? Well, you had a good game. Good prediction in the preview one. Probably their best player. And, and, yeah. and, and I, don't think, I, I don't think he was under much pressure. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, he stood out, didn't he? He was strong in both boxes and... And kind of swept any any issues up he had in, in his own in his own box. So yeah, just a pretty dull game, wasn't it? It were well, it's good for viewers though, things. mate. We've got eighty four people. I think it's the highest we've ever done. And uh, it's funny because we're, we're all sat here saying it were you know such a bad game. But listening to Oggie and uh, Matt Glennon on on the comms on on iFollow, they they sort of build it up to be right entertaining. And I know you you might have to do that as a you know as a commentator to you know make it sound a bit better than what it actually was. And in some respects, you know, the first five minutes were a little bit end-to-end. Um, and then after Stephen kind of went down and got injured, he, he almost took sting out of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, just two bad sides, really, wasn't it? There's loads of comments coming through. Let's get a few read out already. John Earnshaw, 93 minutes, I'll never get back. Game <laughs> Wales, when you look at the table, it's scared and we needed to pick up all three tonight. The game showed through our team that we don't have enough quality. I'm going to mention that later. Some huge games coming up next few weeks. Phil Marston, there are no words for how utterly terrible we were tonight. Julia and I felt there's another board of a game, two poor sides, uh, two poor sides, and I had to find many positives. Steeman and Backer played well. Carlos was in and out of ideas. Sadly, 21 22 season card, and he won. Jamie Temple lost points against Wickham, are looking worse and worse every week. No, Wicker, where's the identity, lads? I know we've had our injuries, but they all look like strangers out there. I want to come on to that because. I know we've, we're struggling for wins and managers and coaches got to change it about, but Dwayne Holmes out wide, he's just not working. I can't understand why he's there. And he showed what he could do against Swansea when he were played centrally really, really good. It's almost like having a kind of winger. And But the quality is just not there. I, that tweet I put out on Friday, it's embarrassing, like, isn't it? If you think of last season, that West Brom game, we had, like, Stankovic, who would be an upgrade on anything now. Kachunga would be an upgrade on anything now. You had Smith Rowe on the bench. You had Grant on the bench. And he had to bring on Scott High tonight. He were awful. Absolutely awful. He looked like he was playing for Birmingham. But he's only a young boy, isn't he? And he couldn't even get a game for shows. But the, the lack of quality he's got to pick from. I, I keep seeing people say, oh, you know, the Cowleys, whether that bad, bring them back and they could do a better job. I'm sorry, but the Cowleys had absolute luxury to pick from compared to what we've got now. And 
it's it is what it is, but I think it's just hard to get an identity when you just kind of got the same players. I mean, like Bakula needs a break to me, although he did have a decent game tonight, but there's no there's no kind of continuity. And Rowe did well in 20 minutes again, but I would maybe counter that with thinking, well, it's good to look, you can look good in 20 minutes, but you see what he gives us. He gave us 20 minutes at Borough, but then when he played them two games in one play, but it's a bit of a mess, Paz. The identity is kind of gone a little bit, but tonight, all I thought, I don't give a shit about any identity tonight. Win the game. We had the platform and we ballsed it up, man. Yeah, I think I think you're right. You can sacrifice a little bit of identity at this stage of the season, given how we, you know, the run that we're on, and you've just got to do what you can to to get points on the table. And you know, in fairness, we've we've got a point, but it's it's two thrown away in it rather than one earned. You know, if Birmingham had gone in front and we'd have come back and, and you know equalised, then you'd be sat here thinking, well, do you know what? We've we've shown a bit of fight, we've shown a little bit of character, and we've we've come back into the game, but. The, the identity, it were, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because when you've got your first 11, you can play that sort of nice football as we were early on. I still maintain that we probably took a lot of teams by shock in that first sort of period as well with how we played. No one would have seen us play like that. And very quickly, teams found us out um, in, in that style. So, yeah, it would be nice to continue with an identity, but you've just got to get points on board. And we, we've all been critical of Carlos on here about sticking at plan A and just doing plan A and just doing plan A over and over again and not having a plan B. So if he's now changed the style, you can't just start berating him for not playing like he used to do in the past positive. season because, you know, you can't you can't do it both ways, can you? You've got to do one or other. Toffolo, Iting, Karoma, you know, the big losses for us. Massive. Mate. Some massive loss. Quality, mate. They're not quality and they're not there. Phil, massive loss. Those, those two, we talked about like partnerships, haven't we? On like the wide areas and Toffolo and Karoma, massive loss for us. You know, a, a bit of a dip in form for, for both Pippa and, and Benza for me. Um, we, we, it's an iting that the player who was finding those forward passes that we needed, you know, to get the ball forward today, the balls forward were lost. Every, nearly every ball forward into a tight area was lost. So, like Posse said, you're not going to get that kind of quality. It's it's not it's not working at the moment. It's it's not the way that well, I don't think we're trying to play the way that we used to play, but I think the way that we are playing at the moment isn't isn't effective and, and I think that's because of the quality on the pitch. So what have you been in teams where you can't keep a clean sheet for loving the money and fourteen games? What how do you kind of start rectifying that again? Because that, that's gotta really hurt them tonight. Sixty odd minutes and we didn't they didn't like score it with the fair Birmingham and to concede how we did that. How do you go about sorting this out? Is it because is it a confidence thing? I kind of read in some of Stephen Chicken stuff, and it's a good point where obviously the back three, back four, whatever it seems to be, is get lambasted for individual errors. But the way I think everyone's got to play a part in these clean sheets, Phil, because it's so easy that they can drive through kind of our midfield on Saturday with a bit different out wide Preston were getting around the back. But it's how do you start trying to rebuild? <laughs> to be fair, Cosy, I'm not sure because like my my clean sheet ratio is not too bad. <laughs> down, to be honest, <laughs> so, it's, I'm, it's a bit alien to me now. I'm only joking. Um, it, I, I know exactly what. It, not so much in terms of the the kind of run we've had. I've never really been involved in that. But it's what once once there's a bit of doubt in the mind, um, you do start looking at. It's funny. I, I know it sounds bad, but you start looking at like you've just mentioned other areas of the field. So. Defenders will start complaining about that support from the from the midfield and, and the screening and, and, and allowing too many 
uh, to balls to be to be played through and to put the defence in danger. Then they'll start moving on to the strikers. The strikers aren't holding the ball up very well. And 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 when you look at the bigger picture, it is right. You defend as a team. And and for me, the the, the best way for us to defend is from the front. Um, and and I don't think we seem to do that as much anymore. I don't think that kind of intensity seems to be there as much. Um, I think we do seem to drop in a little bit more and kind the of. Problem is, Phil, though, the problem is for the same players are playing games every week. Campbell's out. Well, this is it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No yeah, energy is there. No energy there. Definitely, mate. definitely. And you can see that, can't you? You can see yeah. there's, there's there's a few tired legs out there, but uh, it's a, it's a team effort. And and to be fair, you know, if it's clean sheets, you're still looking at your strikers, midfielders to be contributing to to that defensive process. So. Like Pozzi's mentioned, maybe that's something they've looked at tonight. You can argue that one point is is a point gained. We could because we're struggling. Yeah. So well, every well, point I thought is a point. Telling, I thought we're telling when uh, you know we, an injury time and Schofield's deliberately to me slowing the game down. No interest in getting it forward, and it was almost like maybe Carlos or someone's got a message out, or maybe he's kind of thought bollocks to this. Well, let's take his point because yeah. to be fair, they didn't like winning it after. I thought I wondered which way to go. It never really kind of went on, but. Then we had about five or six corners. <laughs> they were a joke, weren't they? Yeah, Everything they or Bakuna, whoever took them, they were awful, man. Mm-hmm. We really don't. We're not right good with corners. Let's, let's try and dissect a bit of the game. Ali Dean, should he have gone, Brady? I mean, for me, that was just brutal what he did to steer and It was shocking, that man. He should have been off, shouldn't he? Yeah, you've seen him given, I, I don't know, definitely in the Prem, it's always a bit deba- debatable in the Championship. I think with the Championship, it depends on the ref you get. I know the Premier League refs aren't doing well at the moment. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I was like, oh, oh I'm glad Stearman's in, because, you know, I think Keogh's not, you know, been the best. And um, and then he gets, knackered, like, you know, crocked, and I'm like, oh, God, is he injured? Difficult. <laughs> Here we go. Um, and like you say, you're right, because I think it killed momentum a bit, um, you know, but... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I think so. He could, he could definitely have been off for that. He looked like really not bothered as well. I saw Dwayne Holmes was chatting to him afterwards, like, oh, you've clocked him in the draw. And he was kind of like, I don't care. Um, okay. Kind of going back really to the interesting if that had been on 38 minutes, for example. Yeah. Quite early on, wasn't it? Just for the ref to send someone off after, what, three or four minutes, it's a big call, isn't it? Would have been interesting to see if that happens, you know, mid mid first half. Also, or even, you know, does he walk? He, well, he can't live, obviously, didn't he? I'd have been fuming. If that were a town player that, that had got carded for that, I'd have been fuming because yeah. lads, jumped, lads just jumped and he's got his arm across him. I don't think there's anything in it. I just think he's gone in hard. Um, and you can probably tell by Stephen's reaction because he'd just gone up and he went off again, wasn't he? So. I mean, their bench, they had like Scott Hogan, Adam Clayton, uh, Gary Gardner. We've got Scott I. You know, <laughs> Sanogo can give us 10 minutes and God, it just, it's a bit embarrassing. I thought we'd put, thought we'd put Navisar up for, for a minute when I saw Sanogo. I didn't oh, see him yeah. come on, I've got to get a drink. And then, what's Navisar's going up front of you? And then I realised he had different coloured boots on. <laughs> yeah, we'll discuss uh, Sanogo's sign. Obviously, we touched on it last week and that as well. But I've written pretty limited stuff down for the first half because it was really, really bad, wasn't it? I went to a fish shop at half time, which I enjoyed. That was the highlight of my first half, getting out, of the, <laughs> getting out of it and getting a nice fish. But I've just got down here and I've, I've underlined it a few times. I must be getting mad. Home's out wide, home's out wide. It's, what? There's no effect on the game. No, I completely agree, mate. I mean, like you said, the, the best performance Holmes has had since he's joined was Swansea and that's when he played in the middle. I think, I, I don't know if I'm going to come on to this, but 
to me in general, like I don't think Carlos trusts his options because you know we're playing. I was chatting to my friend James about this, who, who was on the preview with me and Phil, and it's like um, he made the point as well. It's like square pegs and round holes. Like we're playing Pippa as like a left wing back slash left midfielder when Jane Brown's fit when Sober Thomas is there. I know you could argue maybe they're not the quality Aaron Rowe, and he just doesn't seem to. Um, you know, trust to bring new players in. You know, we didn't really change much apart from swapping Stearman for um, Keo, and I think that's it. Like, and then why are we surprised? We, you know, Pippa didn't particularly have a good game. I don't think like Holmes isn't having a good game. Why are we playing these? You know, why are we playing our better players in the wrong positions? Like, if we're in a terrible run and we need to do well, like let's get them in the positions and like we can fill gaps. You know, I know. Um, you know, we could give, you know, playing Benzer as a winger, we could give Sober Thomas a go, could put Rowe there, like, let's try that, you know, and get the better players like Holmes who can, you know, is a championship player and can do stuff occasionally, like, make them feel confident in positions they want to play. I mean, he left Derby because he wanted to be a midfielder. Like, also, what's, what's wrong with Benzer? The one, I really didn't like it tonight when he went off. And Aaron Rowe, he didn't even acknowledge him. He didn't even check his hand. Nothing that were bollocks for that, mate. It's from a kind of senior is pro and that as well. Ridiculous, though. I don't give a shit. I'll, unless you're obviously having to walk around the pitch like Camel when he got subbed off. I'm sorry, but that rubbish. He proper spat his dummy out, didn't he? And then he showed, showed him kind of walking the bench. He didn't know probably how to go. But, mate, he's not... We need to... He don't really offer much at the moment, mate, does he? No, it's a little, little bit out of sorts. It, it, and, I mean, coming off like that, is it a little bit different disappointment in yourself? You know, you've not played as well as what you potentially can, so you're just a little bit, you know... Pissed off with yourself, I suppose, but it doesn't take much to hold your hand out, does it? And a little fist bump to the fella going on. But I, I just to sort of recover what Brady just said, I, I agree with that. If we're lacking quality, you know, play quality players in their own position at the very least, because you know, by moving Pippa to left wing, oh, well, yeah, 3 4 3 on it tonight, or you know, put him on left wing. Well, he's better at right full back, right wing back, so play him there. You know, and have an hundred percenter in that position rather than moving him across and having him fifty percent and then filling his gap with someone else who's not as good. Well, I, that it doesn't make sense to me. That play, for, write your team sheet out. You know, you've got one to eleven. Your spaces, fill the spaces that you can with the best players you've got available for those positions. And then, like you say, right? Well, we're, we're struggling for a, a left-sided wing back here. Who have we got? Well, we've got Jaden Brown could probably do a job. We've got Aaron Rose. Barely says they're not might be, not be up to Pippa's standards, but. Pippa's not up to Pippa's standards playing on left. He's better on right. Move Holmes into that central role. I've said before, I think he needs to be that number 10, you know, just drop into that that space mm-hmm. between midfield and their defence and look to pick it up on half turn and, and make something happen. And, you know, it, by being shoved out wide, well, he's not really out wide, is he? Because if it's 3-4-3, three, three, he's not playing as a winger and he's, he's sort of playing in that channel in between, you know, the, the centre-half and the full-back, but he, he didn't seem to be anywhere tonight. And same on the other side with Benzer. That, that sort of 3-4-3 three, three just didn't really work for me. I thought Vallejo had a decent game. I quite like him. Um, there were a bit of debate on Twitter about him versus Hogg, who's better in that sort of role. And for me, the different sorts of players anyway. Hogg's more of your, you know, a smash and tackle, whereas Vallejo is getting on ball and let him sort of start off the attacks almost. I quite like three at back. I think three at back works. It works well against Swansea with three five two. Um, I think that should be his formation moving forwards. You know, you can pick your three. You know, we've probably got four now: Sir Edmonds, Green, Keogh, Stearman, Elphick's backing. So you've got sort of five players that could play across that three, and then you've got 
Pippa to play as your right fullback. You look at maybe Jaden Brown as your left, obviously Toffolo when he comes back in. That's not a bad, you know, back five that can almost become an attacking wings as well. Um, interesting to see Schofield coming in for a bit of stick as well. That we I know we discussed that uh, about changing keeper. Phil obviously being a keeper, you saw tonight. To me, he, he still looks a bit mm. low on confidence and shaky. There were one where. He sort of came out with his feet, you know, ball's gone up in air and he sort of come out with his feet rather than, you know, trying to catch it in command. And is that something that's led to goal? Maybe a little bit of like a communication from him. And I don't know, at the moment it just seems like it's a tough one with a keeper because for dropping a keeper, does that diminish the confidence more than giving him another chance to sort of build on his performances? It, I don't know, it must be really difficult as a keeper and also difficult to, to manage that. How do you see it as a... Sometimes when you drop to the keeper, it means it obviously it's directly meaning that the team are struggling, and you're the main reason why the team's struggling. If you dropped as a as a winger, it's it's or, or as a centre midfielder, it's not that case. So yeah, I think mentally sometimes keepers can struggle, but you've got to look at it in the same way. Really, your, your performance have got to be good enough, and if your performance isn't good enough, you don't want it to be on the pitch. As simple as that. So. Um, I think I think the one in the air there, he, um, it took a bit of a funny deflection. Lads just fouled him. Lads, the striker's just gone straight into yeah, him. And he's literally just swung his foot, which looked a bit messy, really. But it's on second on second viewing of it, it you were you were majorly impeded. So, um, yeah, I no, I agree. What's that, sorry? It, I don't think he would give it foul, though, on that. But No, he won't. Was, no. Oh. No, no. Some- I've got a positive here, guys. Talk about digging deep, Craig Rothery. What a legend. Positives. Last time we messed up a must-win game against relegation rival, the next home game we spanked a decent Welsh opposition. Doing <laughs> 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 that. Tom Asquith, no words for this game. Has Corbrand done the interview from the game yet? Uh, Scott Eyes coming in for a bit of stick. Uh, the waste of a sub. Weakens an already lacklustre midfield. Mick Henry, garbage keeper behind a makeshift nervy pair. Centre-backs behind a midfield with no clue. Wideman did okay. Campbell doesn't stop grafting. They're pissing him out of the back. is infuriating. Uh, no, wait, can no teams look like they wanted to win because they don't have a clue how to lull. It's pretty much summed up because they were bad as well, weren't they? It was funny, wasn't it? It was like a stick a twist kind of kind of yeah. game for me. I mean, I, I mean, you've talked there about formations. I still have no idea what kind of. For me, it looked like a four-three-three for most today, um, and and but. In terms of the tactics for me, what would you have done if you were the gaffer tonight? Because I know I'd have been going to, I'd have been trying to win that game, so I'd have been throwing my fullbacks forward or whatever they were playing, and, and and pushing them forward down the pitch to try and create more chances. Tonight, like that lad just mentioned, there it looked like not one team wanted to win. It was yeah, literally just the kind of once they equalised, what because it seemed to me then we were. I mean, to be fair, in the last ten minutes we had a few corners, but didn't really kind of threaten apart from that Bakuna ball in. But I just would you. I mean, we're at home. I'd have stuck, an, mm. stuck another man up front because I predicted 2 1. So it went on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, need, I needed another goal from somewhere. So I, there were no point me sitting back because I ain't got my prediction right. Um, yeah. No, I mean, where were Phillips tonight? <laughs> that was like watching a boxing match, but neither boxer had arms. <laughs> I just saw that because that made my night. I can't remember his name because we've both gone dead, so I can't see him. But... I just saw that. That made, that just describes it fully. That's brilliant, is that? I, I agree with the Phil. Like to me, I don't know what you lads thought, but we were like booting it forward to Campbell, and it's like you we've got a, you've got Phillips who's quite tall. You've got Snow goes like six foot three. Like why aren't we, why aren't we you know doing that with them? Like, was... like I want to come back to what you mentioned there. Phillips was stripped off, and someone's mentioned here Karloff 
bottled it, going to top, Phillips stripped off, and his ass fell out when he realised Ogun was coming on. That was a weird one with that, wasn't it? Because it was, um, I mean, Ogun mentioned it on the commentary, but it was almost like, shit, you know, kind of, I don't know if it was a tactical thing at the time, it was such a weird incident with that. Why not bring him on? I don't get it. For me, kids, the kids look sharp when he's come on. He looks tidy in, in and around the box. His feet are good. He holds, he holds the ball up really well. You know, it's nice to see a young lad who, who, who's, who's obviously pushing to, to start, but he's, he's physically strong. He's, he, you can see he's well-balanced. He looks a decent player for me. And I have no idea why he's not getting these chances. I really don't. It's like what you said. On run your own, if you go for it too much at one all. Sorry, because if you go for it too much at one all and lose 2-1, you get slayed then, don't you? It's all right, well, people going. Do you know what I mean? No, you get like you get. Yeah, fans yeah, and, I've said it myself. Oh, do you know what? I'd rather lose two one yeah. and go for it than not. But, but actually, on this it? run, is that one point better than going for it and losing? This is why they're getting paid the big bucks. Yeah. Is this even that happen? one point at the end of the season might end up keeping you up? Do you know? Is this this the tr- back to the trust in the youngsters' parts? Because you meant Toba Thomas has been mentioned here again. I, I can't understand. He had, what did he have five minutes? One of the games off the bench. Not interested, like Rowe, back on for maybe 20. Didn't fancy Phillips. You know, Bakuna seems undroppable. There's certain players that just don't see it. I mean, to be fair, Edmunds Green at least come back in and, you know, looked, I thought he were all out. Although on Saturday, uh, you know, that I think that early booking and obviously got kind of binned at half time, didn't it? But it's like, I don't know, it just feels, we, I don't, I can just kind of imagine like a, a Cameron, like a town backroom, it's like, Carlos, we so and so's great, so and so's great, Scott I, you know, Thomas, come on, get him in. And it's like, guys, is like, you don't feel it. I don't, or is it just, I mean, some of these people say oh, it's not a time to throw him in, but it's such a mixed picture, really, because these, a lot of these guys are not getting any kind of game time at all. We're just seeing 10 minutes, 20 minutes, no starts. And it's the same tried and trusted people who are letting us down that are keeping the shirt. I love that. I love that shout. I love that shout. It's um, it's not the right time to put them in. When do you put when do you put them in then? When we're winning? Is that the only time you like? Is that the only time you like to play someone? Or when we're when we're kind of like mid table and there's nothing? It, it don't work like that, does it? Because it's got to be a certain point. So what do you wait for mid? So right, we're a mid table team. We're not going anywhere. Well, you don't find out until towards end of the season. So have you got to wait till the end of the season? What happens if that never comes? Because we've been, we've had seasons where we've been at the bottom all the time. So we're never. So what, what we're really saying is we're never going to put young kids into the team because we're always going to, we're well, because because we're not allowed to spend much money on wages. We're always going to be bottom of the championship kind of team, aren't we now? So we're not going to see any young players. We're not going to see any young players anymore now because we can't blood them into the right time. You've got to put them in. When you think of that, I'll come back to it again. I mentioned it earlier, but that Brent's against West Brom is just unbelievable. Stankovic, Smith Rowe. Carl yeah, these well, look who we've got. Pause. It's it's sad. It's proper embarrassing, isn't it? Really, how the the quality is just absolutely. It's just. It's, I know we've yeah, got injuries, just, and and I'm sure if the powers that be were on this podcast, they'd be like, yeah, but Toffolo back in, and we get, you know, Karoma back in, and what have you. But even with him falling, it's still not the greatest. Each year, the quality's just got worse and worse, and I feel sorry a bit for Carlos because he's just like. You're looking for game changers, game winners in that Birmingham equalised, and he's looking there. He's got Scott Iron Aaron Rowe. It's embarrassing, mate. 
It's you know we've you know we've said it on here before, haven't we? The old saying. I won't say it again. Um, but you can only work with what you've got, can't you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you, you're quite right. The, these youngsters. I, I just can't know what Phil says about putting youngsters in. Obviously, you've been in that sort of situation, Phil, where we had to sort of throw youngsters in. You know, when we had Jacko and stuff like that. But I think for me, if I were a if I were a young player coming through to, to go play in that sort of environment where you you know everybody's down on confidence, there doesn't seem to be much cohesion anyway. I think from a developmental point of view, it's not going to do them that much good. You're almost hanging them out to dry because if they were good enough, they'd, they'd just be starting. You wouldn't need to sort of bed them in as such. Um, so I think putting a youngster into a winning team gives them a little bit more freedom to to maybe make the odd mistake because it, it doesn't matter as much. Uh, if you get to you know, back end of the season and you are comfortably mid table again, there's not as there's not as much pressure on whereas, you know, someone like Scott High has come on and he might I've never seen him play apart from first team football, but he might be a really sort of tidy footballer. He might be he might be actually pretty decent, but he will now instantly be associated for me with not being good enough straight away because he's he's not come on and done the right lot. So I think fans can make a, a perception of a player and form an impression of him that's probably don't do that player justice. If that does that make sense, you know. Yeah, we also. Uh, we so I, I, I do get with, what you're saying. If they are good enough, they should be able to come on and make that impact. Um, so is it just we, that they're not good enough? Then yeah. We all we all did that over Chroma though, didn't we? So we all thought Chroma were bang average. He came on and never did out. And then this year he's his main player. Um, that that year that that I first started playing my my debut season with me steady and worthy that all started playing, and we went down and it and it was pretty bad. You know, Mel Machin, Mick Wadsworth, etc. Mick Wadsworth, a legend. <laughs> um, <laughs> we went down for right? all the wrong reasons, right? But I, I, that for me, I was a goalkeeper. I were letting goals in, and, and we went down from it. But it, it was the best experience for me. I, I loved it playing for mm. my own town club, yeah. uh, and absolutely loved it. Season after, we went up. So th- these, you know, and, and most of those kids were playing in that season that we went down. For, for me, now, these kids, are, they're, they're kind of unscathed. They've not had any kind of experience of being in a bad position. They could come in and actually lift the team. Sauber Thomas has come to Huddersfield. He's flying. I know, The kid's mate. flying. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then so then counteract it. He comes to Huddersfield. He ain't playing. I know. So, so we're kind of, we're, we're stunting, we're stunting his group. We and we're struggling for wingers. So mm. Stick him in. Aaron Rowe, for me, the other, recently, he's been really exciting. He's, he looks full of confidence. No, he, he gets the ball. His first part is right. Can I get past? Can I get past my fullback? And then next thing you know, it, for me, he's not playing. And we've got a centre midfielder in Dwayne Holmes on on the wing instead of in the pocket, like you've mentioned. I just I, I don't get the fact that these young kids, if if the, if the, and we're not saying they're good enough to play, but at the moment they they seem full of confidence. You look at mm. Lewis O'Brien, you can see on his face. You can see on his face he's struggling. Yeah. Um, you know, there's obviously your other players, your centre backs, and a couple more midfielders. But you know, they're, they're, you can feel, you can see the feeling it a little bit. Even Campbell, these young kids when they come on, they're buzzing. They're absolutely buzzing. They're flying around because they're happy to be playing. Because, like I said before, if they make it, if if they do all right, they can be signing contracts on back of this. And I know they shouldn't be thinking that way, but but you've got to think, you've got to think personally as well. Brady, it's a different one, isn't it? Brady, do you think that if if you remember at the start of the season, I remember a couple of managers commenting, says, oh, when you play the season, you don't know where players are going to be. And, you know, players are popping up all the place. We saw Pippa kind of playing winger at times and what have you. But do you think maybe, I don't know, Carl, it's kind of gone through his head and 
you know, he's trying, he's tinkering with too much because the Pippa experiment, all of a sudden his confidence is like, you've just, you've, you've lost a, a good player there all of a sudden now. Obviously Toffolo's not missing, but it's, Dwayne Holmes, it's, it, it just seems to get a guy to me just really trying to just try anything to get a change, but just go back to surely what it were working before, maybe. I think, like, I don't, I, I can't remember being quite negative on this, but like, I, I agree. I think Sober Thomas should should get a start, but the lad was in National League, like playing part time, like, and I think that just tells you the state of it. Like, we're like, give him a chance, why not? And I'm all for it. And who knows, he might, you know, might do some bigger. But that just kind of says everything. I, again, it goes back to Square, you know, playing players out of position because he clearly doesn't think they're good enough or they're not good enough. I, I know we don't see him in training, so we don't know what I'm like, but. It's just a really poor squad. I think there's been a lot of flack on Carlos recently. And, um, you know, whether you think... You, I, I've seen this couple like Carlos out, you know, he's tinkering, but I don't know any manager who could come in and do potentially a better job. They might do some firefighting, but, you know, this squad, like... like I know we keep going on about it, but that West Brom thing, like Cowley had a, a better, much better squad and he barely kept us up. I know there's circumstances around that, but, like... I think it's amazing, to be honest, that we, we you know, the first half of the season, how well we did. Because you look at this squad now, yes, there's been injuries, but it's, it's yeah, it's, it's just no depth whatsoever. You know, I, I think we've said it before, but, you know, for me, Phillips does look sharp. He does look good. I think he should get a chance. But I think if this was another season and we were safe, I, he'd probably be better going in the League One team, which might be us. Uh, where he can start, you know, he can start every game because I agree with Phil, like, either chuck him in or if we're not going to play him and they're just forming the bench, like, I'd rather them do what they did with Edmunds Green where it's like he goes on loan to Swindon, he does well and he can come back and, you know, being used to playing proper football week in, week out and can force himself in. But, yeah, it's just it's just, it's just a really poor squad to choose from. So I think Carlos has got it really tough at the moment. Really, it's a good point. I mean, Sauber Thomas was meant to be loaned out. Someone's put yeah, in. Yeah, well, I, I can't remember what it was, but... It's, uh, it's just such a mess. The thing, thing is, though, this is something that we all predicted. You know, how, leading up to January, during January, how many times, every single week we must have said on this bloody podcast, from November onwards, the squad's not big enough, the squad's not big enough, it's not good enough. There must have been some sort of conversation between chairman and manager during all that period where either, you know, as a manager, if you know your squad's not good enough, you're banging on chairman's door saying, look, well, this isn't enough. We're going to go down. We need some players. If you're a proactive chairman, you go into your manager and saying, look, I know we've got a few injuries. What do you reckon? Have we got Why's enough? We've got them in. Keogh, Adams, you know. Yeah, it's only two, though, isn't it? That, that don't feel like that don't feel enough quality for me. There's areas all over the yeah, pitch that, that, that are not... I know what you're saying. We got we brought a couple in, didn't we? And, you know, you could argue Thomas and Danny Grant, is it? They were sort of ones for that future, weren't they? But to me, well, they, it's, who's made this decision that the squad is good enough to see mm-hmm. us through? Is it Carlos? Is it Phil? Is it a little bit of both? Because, you know, what feels like he's, he's come out and praised these youth players, you know, the five strikers thing, which was just a load of rubbish because, you know... We haven't got them, have we? But if that's how he sees the youth as the future and that they're good enough, comes back to what you're saying, why aren't we playing them? Mm. If they're either good enough or they're not, and if they're not good enough, we should have bought some players. And if they are good enough, they should be playing. So what is it? It can't be both, can it? What What's the reluctance to, to chuck them in? Is it circumstantial, like I've sort of touched on, that Carlos doesn't see it as the right time? There's, I think it is. It's I weird, isn't it? It's just strange. Yeah. I mean, you know, you you fix like, a broken leg with a bloody bit of plaster, are you? It's not, oh, 
the fact it's weird our comments feed's going wild people arguing with each other and commenting and stuff I think <laughs> it's so frustrating because it's like for me the club are so lucky that the fans are in because there'd be absolute anarchy at the moment I mean the Cardiff game that'd be one on Sky I think there'd be a few protests coming not as if it wouldn't have been before but it's uh, it's just that that cure that quality is just lacking in it's just like to me, Carlos like things. I can't, these guys can't change the game, so I'm just going to stick with what I've got and kind of hope. But the guys we brought in, I mean, I'm, I'm embarrassed though when I see that Sonogo. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cozzy, what's your favorite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Comments. So you haven't played full football for one year. You haven't had a team for a year. I mean, and Carlos were kind of hinting that we might be able to keep, you know, getting... 10, 15 minutes every other week, but it's like, it's, it's woeful, isn't it? I mean, you need players with 13 games to go, 14 games to go, make an impact. And, it's a joke, yeah. it's an absolute joke, because we've signed that, that sort of player, yeah. Until every season and all parts. It just adds insult to injury as well, when like, you injured. Oh, did it. <laughs> no, but like, you see, you see us scrambling around on deadline day, we don't pay five. We're not paying five hundred grand for that League Two strike from also. And he's, he's, you know, he's played three games. He's got man of the match and he's got two goals and assists. Like it just, it's just all, it's just all bad at the moment. Like it's, it's just. He want, a... he want ready though, Brady. He want ready. <laughs> we, we bought a man who hadn't had a club for a year because he's more ready. Forty <laughs> games, that's without a clean sheet. That that kind of stuff just gets you down, doesn't it? Fifty-two goals now it is conceded, and it's. I just think tonight, if we can't win that one up against a bad, bad Birmingham team, when are we going to win? But there's someone put there, you know, it's like with Town Logic, Cardiff, Mick McCarthy, they're absolutely flying. It'll all be about Big Mick on Friday. They'll be hanging out of his backside, mate. Big McCarthy, this and that. They're going to go top six and then this and that. And that's just all I'm thinking because it's just hope now and it's pouring it. And the only thing is, let's maybe, I don't know how far Ogs away, I know. Karoma thinks mid-April, so I think you can forget about him having any impact, to be honest with you. You're looking at Aaron's who, you know, they ain't got enough games to kind of know what he's going to do. It's uh, Uddersfield without Jonathan Ogg, he's just like, he's just not the same team. I mean, just touching a bit on Saturday's game, obviously it's been and gone, but same old story. We started brightly, we created chances, we should have had a, I thought we should have had a penalty, although Camel went down easy, but to meet with a penalty... You know, then O'Brien, that for me, but it would have been the same old story, wouldn't it? Once they get the goal, I thought second half they were very comfortable with Preston and, you know, their quality though, Scott Sinclair, mate, top player, you know, Ched Evans, obviously, kind of historic ties with town with the promotion season, what have you, but 
miles better than all we had on the pitch quality. And it's how how can you expect Carlos to kind of get results with you know what we've got? It's uh, it's so sad, isn't it? Because the Premier League legacy. I know we've done it all at death, but we should be in so much a better position than this. Some random person DM me today from the newspaper. I don't want to say who it is, but he says because of what's going on with your town. He says, mate, says just year by year, no, you know, quality signings. Kind of the money is not there. It's just he just said it's all in one way, in it. I'm like, you can't argue. Everyone's just kind of seen it from outside. It's and then we're going to talk about it now. But last Friday, the most bizarre thing the club put out. I don't get what they were doing, but. So this season card, what were it called? 21-22 on its get back in the ground kind of thing. And what did it say? It basically said, you know, we're going to honour the season card prices, which we've, you know, kind of knew anyway, because Phil said, but and we're not, we haven't made a decision on the, you know, kind of the, the new season card. So what was the point of putting that out at a time when the club like and the fans are like, like that? And Posa, I don't know what you think, but I kind of, there's a lot of, I, I, Play by season card this year for these brilliant I follow broadcasts, but it's like I don't think you know people ain't gonna pay. They're depending on the hopes that people want to come back in, don't they? Because watching that, the way the club said in the disillusionment at the moment, they and they're gonna put prices up for like people <laughs> that haven't got season card. It's yeah, there's the, that's isn't it? For me, they've announced, they've announced it ridiculously too early. Just a because we don't really know what division we're going to be. So, you know, they can't, they can't really look at that and be. Also, just because we've been told, you know, 21st of June, you know, everything goes back to normal, will it be the case that we everything goes back to normal or will it still be restrictions and stuff? So, yeah, they've made the announcement, but it's a little bit too early and there's not much foresight gone into it. I think the original deal, 249, and you got next three seasons at, um, you know, that sort of price. You can't knock that. That's, that's reasonable enough for me. But that were sold on the proviso that we thought we might be back in in October and then back in January. And then obviously we've not we've not gone back in. So there'll be a lot of fans out there that play £249 basically for the for the iFollow subscription. Um, yeah, they've had the prices froze, but they knew that anyway. Now you're looking at Fans who didn't have one this season, now they know they're going to be paying more than 249 because they're going to have to. Because if not, it's going to devalue that offer you know, by the club for the loyalty of having a season ticket. So if you go down to League One, and even if you don't after this season, you're probably going to struggle to sell season tickets anyway. So by putting a price up, you know, how much do you put it up to 299 would you say, to give existing season tickets holders a... You know, a decent reward, fifty quid. You could argue. Two pound ninety nine after tonight, boss. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you've got to look through it. You've got to think about these things. You've got to be savvy with it. You've got to take a little bit more time to, you know, there was no need to rush out and put this information out. I've looked at, you know, a couple of other clubs what they're doing, and if you've had a season ticket this year at Swansea, you get it for ninety nine quid rather than three hundred. I think it is. All of them have refunded the difference between the season ticket and how much it would have cost you to buy all home games. So they've given some back to the fans. Um, Another club, I can't remember which one it is, but again, their season ticket holders are getting them a lot cheaper than ones who aren't. Uh, a couple of clubs have said if you had one the season previous, so not this season, the season before, you still get a reduction because we understand it was difficult. And, you know, what about a, money and stuff, the accountant on a done free charge shirt post? Free of charge, that would do, they, it? <laughs> <laughs> well, there were a toilet roll shortage, weren't there? So they might come in handy for some folks. It just I, don't know, I, I didn't have a season ticket this year for, because I didn't think we'd get into the ground and you know I wasn't prepared to pay 
you know, that sort of money because we do kids and stuff like that. So, take it, Ben. Call yourself a fan. I know, I know. Well, it was one of them. I had it because I've got two kids and that. I won't pay out like um, yeah, quid just to get an eye follow um, sort of thing. Was it I just think bizarre, we'd get my kids like, more. Like. pointless. What were they trying to tell us? We're back in the ground. We knew that because Boris said whatever. We're not going back next season. What were the point of sending that out? Just, That's it. Oh, just careless and rushed and no real foresight. They could have made that a really good thing because it's a bit of a time where fans are sort of against the club a little bit. That could have been a, a really good way to get fans back on board in preparation for next season. All it seems to have done is, is really annoy people. You know, there's people on Twitter saying that they managed to carry their... Two four nine over to next season, so effectively they've paid the money. They, instead of getting a refund and taking it back, they just leave it with the club and it effectively pays for next season. Yet they've still had the benefit of the eye follow and everything yeah. this year. So, like you know, yes, yeah. apparently. So yeah, we never really publicised. I know a couple of season ticket holders that have never heard of. I said you must have had an email about it. I said no. So wow. you've got then now you've got two sets of fans where some will have paid, you know, two hundred forty nine quid for this season, and some have paid note and getting almost like a you know, like a free one. Um, but again, that's something that hasn't been publicised. So again, is it miscommunication? And you know what, what's what's going on there? It just seems another little thing that club have put out. You know that tends to follow the trend of the recent activity from the club. That it's a shambles, really. You know, not ill thought out, bad timing, bad information. It's going in it. Everything's just downbeat. But it's you've got to call it as you see it. And I could I was honestly, I got, I read that communication. You know, when you scroll down, thinking. Okay, yeah, we're back in, and yeah, we're on it. So, what are you trying to tell us here? They were nothing. It just felt like they had to. Like, I mean, going about value for money, I was only joking there, positive. But like, I've got a friend in Amsterdam who I watch the games with. He pays 140 quid and gets all the away games. Like, so he's actually got. Uh, they did say you don't get the away games because of the AFL rules or whatever. But like, I'm just there. Like, this guy's paid 110 quid less than me, and he can watch all the games. It's, like, it's just uh, with that with that they just it was just one of them where government has announced something like scramble to do something like not every club's done it you're right you see other things like Borough I think they're giving it away for free but their season ticket's 600 quid I, I said it last week and I, like I think it'll be really interesting to see with season season tickets because I you know I will probably renew but I want to see investment in the team like I, I'm not I don't you know 250 quid to watch games like this. Like the club really need to do something and like invest on the pitch because we were promised this attack in football. And I know this doesn't, you know, this isn't the same in football, but if this isn't, if we were promised entertainment, not really being entertained, are we? So I think there's a lot on for a lot of people they are going to wait and see given all the announcements for COVID and everything and all these dates. Who knows? Stuff's going to change. But, you know, I think people are going to wait to see, well, if are they going to invest in the team and make it better? Because why would I pay 250 quid to come watch us, you know, <laughs> concede the worst, one of the worst goals of the season to Birmingham? Like, you just wouldn't. It's gutting, isn't it? I mean, it, up until New Year's Eve, I, I mean, Barnsley were a bit of an eye on it, but they're on fire at the moment. So I suppose, for that Blackburn game, and then obviously 2021, because Carlos is, we were up the 10th place, 11th place and what have you, but it's going downhill so much faster. It's kind of moving back to the main subject, but it's very hard to make a case out for Carlos, apart from only to say the crap and the cards that he's got. You know what I mean? It's I'm a big fan of his, but I'm just puzzled at the moment. And tonight, I, I'm kind of I was willing to accept an horrible performance and a win, which kind of looked for a couple of minutes. It might we might get it, but it's uh, 
I'm just trying to fast forward it positive. We stay, we stop up because Rotherham and Sheffield Wednesday are awful and we'll scramble up with 44 points or whatever. But what what can we expect next season? I don't know, looking at it, but it's, for me, it just feels it's going to be more of the same. I'm, so, I'm sorry to be so downbeat, but the optimism that we had, you know, with kind of just, I don't know. Um, it's funny you say that because just before we came on air after the match, I sort of put a bit of a tweet out saying, would it be better to go down now? rather than stay up by the skin of his teeth and then literally just same again. You know, same again next season. We're down at bottom, which is a slog. And, you know, do you... The way that the club are trying to run it at the moment, all the all the sort of the noise coming out of it is we want to look to bring the youth in. Phil's talked about his wage budget going to be lower. Is there going to be massive recruitment on decent players in summer? I'd take the view that no, we'll bring in, you know, cheaper players or younger players, um, are we going to go into next season in championship with a, a big enough, you know, twenty-five man squad where everyone's of the championship quality? I just can't see it. And if we are looking to sort of reset, you know, would it be easier to do that in League One? I know it's a terrible league and it can be a bastard to get out of, but would it give these youngsters a chance to get a bit more game time and, and you know get them on pitch a little bit more and and stuff like that? I know. Financially, it'd be terrible for clubs, so you know that'd make financial situation even worse. But you know, if we stay up, I have absolutely no doubt that next year we will be sat here again talking about how we're going to stay up because I just can't see us investing enough money. And it is about investing money. People say you don't need to spend money, you don't need to spend money, and you don't need to spend tens of millions like I think the club think fans want. You've just got to be more shrewd. But we need a sign at least. Oh, 10, 15 players over the summer. And can you see all them players being of a decent quality to play week in, week out? Or potentially play week in, week out? Because I can't. Phil, and I think we'll just, like, they'll just, be, just be delaying the inevitable for me. Phil, give us some optimism, mate. Come on. I, I think I'd rather... I, I'm a big believer trying to stay as high as you can all the time. I know we went into Premier League and a couple of fans are like, oh, yeah, I'd rather be back down. At no, I wouldn't. I'd rather be in Premier League, to be honest. Um and I think even I think even for like for the kids, I think it's no matter what league you're playing in, it's still a difficult league to there's still difficult leagues to play in. You've got to Look you've got to try and play. Sutherland, Ipswich and Sutherland struggling in League yeah, One. Yeah, it's, it's it's really it's really difficult. You know, it's you know for, from when I first started playing and, and supporting town, and you see that like we we went down the leagues and then coming back up, and you still think it's still quite it's still hard to get out of these leagues. So. I can't call it. I really can't call it. I think Poz is exactly right. You've got to spend some money. And it's not even the money that... that I, I don't know what is it people think we expect, but it's not the tens of millions or even fives of millions. It's can you find that little bargain of maybe a two million pounder or a three million pounder somewhere who's got bags of potential? You know, Jamie Vardy, I, I always crack on about him, but I played with him, but like million pound Fleetwood. Do you know what I mean? Or what it hundred grand or something? I can't remember what it was. And then million pound Leicester, whatever it was. You know, come on. It, it, there's, there's players out there. There's so many players out there, but that recruitment's got to be spot on. And and I think obviously with, with the pandemic and stuff and the way that things are going, prices will come down with players. Uh, but I can't see us wanting to spend money. I really can't. Posse's right. I, I, this is I, Posse. I didn't get a season ticket this year. I, I I get my own season tickets. I know ex players can get free tickets at times, which is great. But uh, but I, I buy mine with my little lad um, and my dad and my brother and his little lad. 
And um, I didn't get one this year because because there was zero kind of information from the club and willingness to improve the squad. And that really annoyed me at the start of the season. So I didn't get one. Um, and I will do next season, hopefully, if whatever, you know, if, if they show that intent. But um, I just think it's just, it's. I think it's so up in the air. But for me, first and foremost, the, the first barrier is, is this season. And, and can we stay up? And, it, and, it, and again, it's looking... It's looking close. Looking at the teams below, Rotherham are struggling out there. They've, uh, they've game them on a fill, isn't it? Rotherham, yeah. it's huge. Hopefully, it's yeah. not they are. So I'm but, hoping they're going to keep struggling a bit. And I always have a laugh. One of the teachers who was in a group with is a big Wednesday fan. Uh, they're, they're doing them soon right all, but do you think Dan and Moore maybe might he might get a tune? And because part of me thought with that appointment yesterday, are they kind of maybe preparing for League One? But chance it for what he means anyway. But he was saying no. Well, we, we think what a strange what a strange move that is. Going from a club where he's got stability in, in Doncaster, I know it's a lower lower division, but um, loads of stability in, 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 in the, the you know the performances are good, and then next thing you know he's going to a club that's sacked X amount of managers. It, it, I can't I can't get my head around football sometimes. The 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 people within football at times are, are, are absolutely deluded. Six um, points from last thirty six though, it's a joke, isn't it? Really, and uh, free fall, and if you think Friday night. This is town logic, though. We'll win on some on Friday, but Cardiff are absolutely rowing like a train, aren't they? And they'll come and think, no, nah, I don't know. I just, uh, honestly... Can you imagine being sat in the ground at the moment and watching, like, oh. watching the games in terms of, like, this current run of form? You know, we, we've been playing well, haven't we? And then we've we've slowly got a little bit worse. And I can't... I, I, I'm glad... I'm definitely glad we're not in grounds because fans do infuriate me when they're talking and well, so negative. But you can't not be negative, though. can you? I think it might do some good, though, mate. I, mean, I know you wouldn't think at the moment, but the noise, the backing, you know, maybe you get players risking stuff that we're not seeing now. We're, yeah. we're seeing a lot of stuff going back and sideways and, and that as well. And, uh, yeah, it's... I mean, we've got such a quick turnaround as well Friday night. It's... Uh, but I, I just... The only thing is, I don't see us getting to 50 points, but you might not need that this time because rather than Sheffield, Coventry seem to be just as, as bad, but we should, never should have been like this. Christ, at, at Christmas time, I was dreaming maybe of a, of a flirt with a top six, even though my heart, I knew we not ready, but I think what's more depressing, even if we stay up or whatever, it's just the shape the club's in and kind of moving forward. I cannot wait to get back in in that South Stand and a few beers into town, etc. But that's the only reason. It shouldn't be like that. Cardos of stuff were like early on. I was like, "This is great," but at the moment we're just like, uh, "We're just ready." I don't even think. But I'm, honestly, I just uh, it's, I'm so it's sad a, about it, man. It's a, it's just yeah. I know. I think again. me and you, Cosy, are normally quite upbeat, but I feel quite downbeat about it. And Phil's right. It's like not just the investment in terms of are we going to see that investment? I I don't think we are. Players are out of contract. Like Benz is out of contract. Like Bakuna's out of contract. Nothing. Not heard anything about that. And I suppose they can use the excuse. Well, yeah, a couple of people like, were saying tonight, sorry, that and Benz were playing as though he were told he was not going to extend his his deal because we had a, an extra year if we wanted it. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's only a kind of body language. Well, I think I agree. Like I don't know. It feels weird. The, doesn't club, it? the club have again. It's like with this decision to appoint Paul Rand, the club have put a lot of pressure on themselves. Because they said we wanted this attacking style of play. Same with this summer. They're like, oh well, a lot of the big earners are going to go, and you know mm-hmm. we can address it. So who the Richard? Who? Who's the Richard? I don't know. Like in Ben's, in Ben's, Ben's are, the corner. Oh, sorry, the corner. Yeah, maybe a few. Uh, we'll see. I mean, the only thing is, yeah, 
they can use COVID as an excuse and maybe we don't know how bad the finances are in town. I'm sure we'll find out before the end of the season. But for me, it's a bit of a biased market as well. Like, you know, we got homes on the cheap. You know, Barnes, they needed two strikers. They got some loans in. And like, we didn't even really look at loans for me, um, which is a bit of an odd one. I, I know you can say, well, what about our young players? But like, you know, <laughs> Luton have got like Kieran Jewsbury Hall, who was a great player on loan. Like, Barnsley have got a good striker in, you know, on loan. Like, we just didn't really seem to be doing that. We're going for free agents who haven't played for a year. This summer's huge in terms of recruitment, um, absolutely massive. And they can't really use the excuse of the big, big earners anymore. Uh, Will we see more value in the summer? Perhaps, yeah. But um, I've got to be honest, given how everything's going at the moment, I'm not confident we are going to, you know, I agree with the lads. I'm not confident we're going to get better players in. Um, I, like even, you know, if 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 Wickham or Rotherham, you know, if they go down and we stay up, like could we even have a look at some of their players? You know, like I agree with Poz. I think he said it before. Like we don't... We... Hacking Fenwa. Get him in. Get <laughs> no, but I mean... <laughs> I agree with Pozza. Like we've we can talk, we've talked so much about how we've seen nothing from the Premier League. Really, there's loads of reasons for that. But why can't we poach some good players from teams who've been down? I mean, I, I was saying this the other day about Wigan. Like you know, awful what happened with Wigan, but they were having a fire sale. Kiefer Moore and Jamal Lowe went for two million combined. We're not even in. You know, of course they'd probably want to go Swansea and Cardiff, but we're not even in those conversations. We weren't linked yeah. with anyone. They had not. There was so many good players from Wigan, like Sammy Morsey, bit like Hog. Could it, and we just didn't even bother, and I think that's worrying. I just don't trust this recruitment team at all. I agree, I agree. Hey, I've, I've, I've seen some earlier. Sorry, guys, just you, uh, you reminded me because have you seen there were a bit of a bit of a statement about the South Stand, weren't there? The, the, I think talking about closing it for next season. Wow, I didn't. Oh, yes. oh, I can, uh, I'll, I'll cross. <laughs> if anybody's listening, I'll uh... <laughs> pause it straight out of his chair. Well, no, don't give me that. Man. Man. Stand we, alone. We tell me, we, we've no, work, just, just on that, genuinely, we have you know, spoke <laughs> to a club about that, and it is, it's just not we've true. Laugh, so anybody who's news, <laughs> sorry, guys, I just had to do it. I saw it on Twitter, <laughs> and everyone was like, No, leave our South Stand alone. <laughs> I think that'll be a final nailing coffin for most people. But <laughs> yeah. Just just coming yeah. back to what Brady said, like with a lot of football clubs, you say it's a big summer. This this is potentially the biggest summer, not not for Huddersfield Town, but for Phil because the the pressure and the people that are turning against him seems to be almost growing by the by the day from what you see on social media and stuff like that. He has he has got a big chance in summer now to make a statement of intent and he can turn a lot of people's, you know, opinion around because COVID hopefully will be gone, you know, by then touch wood by August, you know, we should be back to normal. So they've got no excuse of we've lost X amount of money. You know, it's a, the Hoyle will have been paid back another sort of installment. So that'll, that'll be another 10 million, is it, off at depth, uh, end of 2021, I think it is. It's up to Phil to, to put his money if he's got any, where his mouth is. He seems to talk a really good game, does Phil a lot of the time and doesn't really always seem to get or hardly ever get backed up without anything. He's got a chance to go into this summer and if he can sort of read the room, you know, a lot of fans, a lot, he'll, he'll look at it as in, fans want me to invest my money, they're not willing to invest their money in season tickets. But, you know, as much as we don't like to say football as a business, it is a business and, you know, if you owned a restaurant and it were falling apart, you wouldn't get any customers, would you? So what would you do? You'd invest in that restaurant, make it better, and people would come back. And that's how he's got to look at it. You've got to, 
you know, you've got to see it like that. You've got to speculate to accumulate. And people will leave it late. Again, I think I mentioned it last week. They'll wait right up to deadline, you know, August time, because they'll want to know what's happening with COVID first and foremost. And also, they'll be waiting to see what goes on, you know, transfer-wise. And I'm sure we'll cover it in great detail over some because there'll be no else to talk about, will there, behind the matches and stuff. But he needs to start thinking about it now. And that recruitment team should be working their asses off to get a list of players who they want or who they think will fit. And they need to be going out and getting them straight away. None of this waiting around till back in July and... You know, also, picking when, up the pieces. And... Also, when was the last time we signed someone and you were like, wow, when? I mean, we're talking... You know, genuinely, probably Alex Pritchard and look how that went. Yeah, but yeah. he were really one of the players recently where... Because obviously when Wagner came in, he bought a lot of players and he knew the what. So, yeah, you saw these players coming in and they turned out to be brilliant, didn't they? But you didn't know who the was, so you couldn't really get that excited about them. But uh, I must admit, when we signed Pritchard, I thought, Do you know what, that's not a bad sign anyway. You know, historically yeah. really good for Norwich, you were good and... You know, we paid £10 million for him or £11 million or whatever it was. And for whatever reason, it just turned out to be a total flop. Um, oh, four years ago, mate, that that just shows how far we... Oh, it's crazy, you know, isn't it? It's like Callum Grant, you'd never heard of him, obviously, kind of left a better player, went to the Premier League. But when we signed him from Charlton that Premier League season when we were done, it was like, yeah, it will want... I remember thinking, wow, what are we building for here? But I think they may have tried to do it again, possibly with some of the others, but... My kind of thoughts are, I mean, obviously we don't know how the finances are, but it's almost like we're planning for the future without looking at the present because we could end up, none of these players have, can come and impact. Like Aaron's is another one obviously injured now, but it's like, oh, we, might, we might we might polish him up, look what he did at Newcastle. It's like Thomas maybe, but like you said, Brady, Billy L, Boreham Wood and Russell Town are two different animals and stuff as well. Danny Grant, he was always going to be a beating guy. You know, the, the others, Sonogo, were like an afterthought, really. Obviously, Niasse were another one. and Yeah, I mean, Niasse still sounds like it might happen, by the way. It seems like they're still appealing it to so come in. But um did <laughs> <laughs> it before I could play. What I know. Sack it off, man. Ten minutes. The thing is about the club's recruitment strategy, they're kind of how they spun it was we're offering people a second chance or they're like up and coming or, you know, we're trying to get the, like, you know, Polish, Polish a gem. My voice went really high because it was. Like something... <laughs> it's got I. It's all right. We, we, all right doing that, but we need to surround it with quality. Like we, you look at that. Uh, we keep banging on about it, but you look at the people we brought in. Who's Championship standard? Dwayne Holmes. That's it. And like you know, we miss I think. Yeah. I know there's a lot of injuries, but yeah, this this yeah. summit needs to get players who <laughs> who are Championship players. Like if that's from the relegated teams or you know whatever. Is it? Paul's right. It's a huge summer. There's no, there's no excuses. Phil, you know, Phil, like I agree with you, mate. Phil, this is the thing with these monthly statements. If we keep losing another game, people will pick apart everything he says in, in it, you know, and it'll be used against him, construed against him, and it's just getting worse every day. He has an opportunity, and I'll admit it. Like, you know, if he if he pulls it out of the back, we'll all be like, fair enough. But I don't feel confident. I don't feel confident in this recruitment team. Last good player. One of the last good players we signed was Emil Smith Rowe, and that's because Cali had a link with Arsenal. Who does, who does all these um, like Twitter pictures and stuff? All these really clever. Is it you, Brady? Because you could do like that last chance hood, couldn't you? We've seen that <laughs> series on bloody last chance hood. Let's just bring anyone in and give them another chance, and let's see if they do all right. Well, looking at recruitment policy of late, Phil, you might be getting a call because we seem to be going for players that used to play for us, slightly older. 
and where we need one. So we need a keeper. You're slightly older and you used to play for us, mate. So don't turn your phone off over the summer. I would in garage, I would in garage every day and I've got a box of, uh, of brand new gloves that I thought I might actually wear at some point. But um, they haven't been out of the box for, for eight years. So um, I could be struggling. Keep them fresh, mate. You never know next season. You might be there. More chance of Cosy playing in goals than me. <laughs> It's like Groundhog Day, though, isn't it, guys? I mean, here we are again, you know, coming up towards Easter time and we're battling as lives to stop up. It's, it's unbelievable, really. And I don't know what... You're relying on others, really, aren't you? You don't feel confident that we're going to get enough to stop up. And it's just that double-edged sword, because I even thought last summer, OK, you know, I were obviously vocal that, you know, our Carly went and that as well. I didn't have a problem with that. But it's almost like, it's like nothing's improved, nothing's changed. The only good thing is you're going to get back in the ground, but it's like, just look at the ah, oh, I got me. We could just, I just go around in a circle, man. But it is. Uh, I just feel like we've been really unlucky. I, I really do. Like this is a kind of semi-positive. I feel like we've been really unlucky with these injuries. You know, I think to to have so many players that are so influential in the way that we play to be injured. Yeah, we all do it, don't we? We sit down and we think, God, what's going wrong here? Why, why is it going wrong? And, and, and you, you come up with all sorts, don't you? One week you think this should have happened and he shouldn't have played and next week. But when it all falls down to it, you know, if, if, if we had everyone fit and available and you mentioned it before, Cosit, then look at our bench. There have been players made from today's team. So yeah. we, 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 have, we do have players and, and things in place and, and we have seen some really good football. Like you mentioned before Christmas, we, we were in such a good position and it looked totally different. But I just think we've been so unlucky this year with, with, with some of the key players. I really do. Bloody hell. I mean, we, when, last time we spoke about Schindler. Schindler's yeah. been our best yeah, defender. Totally for again, and we, we don't even talk about him anymore because we just resigned to the fact he ain't going to play. Corona ain't going to play it. We beat Watford 2-0 just before Christmas, man. Exactly. So I just think you, you can you can we, we do get drawn into it, don't we? We get we get frustrated and things, but when you really break it down, these injuries have just had a massive impact on the way that we're, we're playing and, and, and the results, to be honest. I do actually genuinely think we'll oh, we're looking at tables before I came on as well, and I think we're eight above the drop zone yeah. now, and obviously Wednesday and Jeff United, you know, Jeff Wednesday, Wednesday and Rotherham. Rotherham, yeah, cheers, Phil. Play tomorrow, mm. so they both can't win. So yeah. you're going to, you know, can I see two teams picking up, uh, you know, there's a few, will be three wins in it for one of them to get in front of us. Look yeah. at their history. Will, will they suddenly bang three wins together and nobody else, you know, to overtake us as well? I, I just, I can't see that many wins for those. And we've got to, I think we've got Wednesday and Rotherham to play at home. Yeah, Wednesday will be Coventry. That's the worry. Well, that, yeah. That's uh, the worry for me. Adam Moore might get a tune out of them, Paz. You just don't know. Yeah, anything. I mean, if you start to lose those, then you've got to be nervous, aren't you? But if we'd have won tonight, we would. you wouldn't think you'd be sat here saying, I know we didn't, and ifs and buts and all that, but we would have been 10 in front. I know we're on a massively bad run, but that's my we're eight, we're, eight, that. we're eight in front of the drop. I know they've got games in hand, but they're at the bottom of the league, so they're probably unlikely to win them. So, you know, trying to look for positives and about staying up, that for me is when I can't see enough teams with lowers getting That's more, my worry, Pos. I just know. hope that it do not go like tools been a couple of weeks, like, let's just keep a draw. Because today, first time I think, you know, we're really going for a win here. You know, I, mm. I didn't know what to, you know, I think I couldn't kind of gauge what we were doing. And I just hope like the commentary and stuff, I just want us to kind of play on that front foot that. But like you said, Phil, the guys we've got missing, can you? You know, there's no eye to thread. Law of averages dictate, well, though, that we'll pick up another. Yeah. To win. Look at that Swansea game. We would have said we'd win that. So there'll be another one of them at least. There'll be another couple of draws. So you can add on, you know, probably five more points. And I think if we get five, I think we'll probably be all right. 
he says open. I'm bloody <laughs> open. I hope that kills you, innit? Yeah, I'm glad it won't last year. Guys, I think I'll probably bring it to an end here, but so many people on to the stream tonight and commenting, it's uh, been some good debate on the channels and that as well. And uh, yeah, I hope we've made you even more positive, but we can only be honest, can't we? And uh, unfortunately, if we're coming on here saying it's all good and, and rosy and what have you, but it's, uh, yeah, if we're happy clappers or we're kind of negative or what have you, but yeah, no, we appreciate everyone's... Uh, Contribution will be on for our 99th episode, which is probably the next week after we've played at Cardiff and then the number 100. But yeah, what a time to bring a podcast we'll out. Get a win. We'll get a big win for 100th pod, I reckon. We're saving <laughs> it for us, we're saving it. Never mind Carlos and <laughs> the card. I want to see, we started in that relegation in the fair. I want to <laughs> see the percentage wins and oh man. And then people are, you're always boring. Thank God. <laughs> We'll probably be dead when there's a promoted season. It's the vaccine won't have worked or something and that. Like that. Yeah. But no, it's been a pleasure. And uh, yeah, we'll keep fighting till the end. That's what all Spanish people say. So we'll fight till the end. And we'll look. <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 